Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Here at DSW, we're getting back to our regularly scheduled program, living your best life. Whatever is on your calendar, you're going to need some really good shoes. That's where DSW comes in. Find Need Right Now sneakers, wear everywhere sandals, and everything in between from top brands like Adidas, Reebok, Steve Madden, and more. Shop now at DSW.com or a DSW store near you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Here for the Right Reasons, Us Weekly's Bachelor podcast. I am your host, Sarah Heron, and we have so much to discuss from last night's episode of The Bachelorette and the perfect person to do it. You remember him from Becca Kufrin's season of The Bachelorette, from Bachelor in Paradise season six. Clay, how are you? I'm great, guys. I'm great. You know, obviously, uh, like you said, it was uh, it's a perfect perfect episode for me to come on here with my, my cousin being the, uh, the star of uh, last night's show. And uh, I'm great. So I'm here in Chicago. It's an 80 degree day. We don't get many of those it's sunny out here. So uh, life is good. Life is good. Like you said, Andrew S., star of the show. We have to start there, even though it's out of order. First of all, did you help him get on the show? What did you tell him before he left for the show? Tell me all the backstory with your cousin. Yeah. So, I, so in a couple different ways. So um, the first way was I, I, I'm friends with one of the uh, a casting uh, lady, the, the local casting lady in Chicago that uh, that does um, gets contestants for the show. And I turned Andrew in. She's a part of my fitness team in Chicago. I run a little uh, fitness class uh, a couple times a week in the city. And um, she's uh, worked with me. And um, my cousin will be perfect. The tournament there. And then me and my, uh, my friend Dustin Kendrick, we... Um, we we like you know Andrew would be perfect for the show. Some of the producers were reaching out to to Dustin for a, a different friend of his, and um, who's probably not in the the right position right now to go on the show. And then me and Dustin were like, yeah, we should give him Andrew. And uh, Dustin has a better relationship, uh, closer with some of those producers. I'm like Dustin, tell him that um, you know Andrew should go on the show. And uh, Dustin kind of got the ball rolling and gave him Andrew's info. And then a few weeks later, uh, he got he got contacted and the rest is history. Well, he really has shined, I feel like. Bachelor Nation, seemingly from social media, has embraced him this episode. But the whole season, were you surprised at how you know well he did on the show? I mean, as far as like things could go a lot of ways when you get on this show, right? And he overall, pretty pleasant experience from what I can tell. No, I wasn't surprised at all. He's, you know, he's my first cousin, one of my best friends and um, all my friends love him. He, you know, he hangs out with 
you know, all the bats are guys, you know, he's got a lot of, you know, he's, he's heard a lot about the show. He's friends with me, Dustin, Joe. I mean, everybody you can think of, he's uh, hung out with and been friends with and everybody loves him. And he's, uh, he's just a genuine good dude. And uh, I'm not surprised at all. It just showed through his, his real personality and he's overcome so much in his life. And um, so I've been very proud of him and uh, I'm, I'm not surprised at all of all the, uh, the attention he's getting and all and how it's just shining through that. He's a really a good person. Well, this episode started with finding out we're at down to seven. I feel like this episode, this season, like we blanked and we're down to seven and we see Greg get another one-on-one and Brendan and Mike P be pretty devastated because they hadn't gotten one-on-ones yet. Greg looked kind of shocked himself. Um, and the guys are trying to tell him he deserves it. They're a little jealous that you can tell. What were your thoughts on Greg and this one-on-one date and him overall this season? Because I feel like I personally have been on a roller coaster with Greg. I like loved him. And then I just feel like he looks more and more miserable as the weeks go by. <laughs> oh, not th- so far. I mean, Andrew, you know, um, is talking about some of the stuff. Andrew said he's, he's a good guy and he likes him. He's one of his best friends. And okay. From what I've seen, I'm, I mean, I'm a Greg fan. I think he, uh, you know, we, we don't know how his journey ends yet. And it looks like he has one of the best uh, connections with Katie. It looks like, honestly, I think she, he's her favorite right now. And um, they shared a lot together. And, you know, they have some similar stories. And um, I, I actually like Greg, especially, you know, with Andrew saying that he's his best friend from the season. I, you know, that adds to it for me because I'll, you know, I'll trust Andrew's opinion of a uh, guy. I will say the guys that they have left seem to have like a very close bond. They're at the point now where they all like are rooting. It's that awkward thing where they're rooting for each other and they're all trying to be supportive, but they're also jealous because they all like Katie, but it's nice to see that they don't, you know, hate each other. They all seem to get along pretty well at this point. Yeah, they do. It uh, kind of reminds me of a NFL locker room um, when you're a tight end, like, playing because you become really close with these other tight ends that are in the locker room. But you know, at the end, there's only, they're only going to keep three of you, but there's seven of you in this locker room. So mm-hmm. you want them to do well. And you, you just want to do better, you know, you wish the best for them, but you want that job. You know, it's kind of a, kind of a similar environment there. Yeah, I, I totally see that. I mean, with Greg specifically, I agree. She has a great connection with him. I just feel like he, I mean, she kind of called him out a little bit. She's like, I keep thinking you want to leave. And she's had to say this a few times. So maybe he just isn't like, it's just his resting face. Like they called it his resting sad face. But I feel like a little bit, it's like a pulling teeth, almost like she's pursuing him now than her pursuing, like than the, the way it's supposed to be. But they, their connection is very clear. I mean, this one-on-one date, they were making out in the rain like they were in the freaking notebook. Yeah, literally gave me notebook vibes. But now I see what you're saying to where I was watching it yesterday and I did think that Katie's way more interested in, in Greg than, than Greg is in Katie. And uh, I mean, is Katie Greg's typical type outside the show? Greg's very good-looking guy, probably doesn't have any problems um, – you know, with, uh, with the ladies. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's, uh, I see what you're saying, but so far for me, like I I think he seems like a, like a good guy. Yeah. And we have the, you know, they both are saying he said they're the girl I'm falling for. She said she yeah. never felt this way. The connection is very well established based on the previews. Something does go wrong. We don't know what it is, but it has almost been a little too good to be true. So I guess maybe the, the rug's going to get pulled out from under them, which happens a lot. I feel like with the clear front runners sometimes on the show. Yeah. And I don't see him, um, 
you know, coming out looking bad, really. I mean, it's, he's, he's done everything, you know, he's been asked to do and he's been there and been on the dates and they've, their connections grown. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. Something has to happen, but so far I'm, I'm a Greg fan. All right. Team Greg over here. Um, Brendan, Brendan had a moment. He had to go see Katie and say, you know, if I am not going to get a one-on-one, I'm not going to be bringing my family. Totally fair. He got his chapstick. He's questioning why he's still here. He's reapplying. Um, and Katie and ultimately sends him home. What did you think of Brendan's move of just going with the, I got to do this right here now? He probably, I would imagine, just was like losing it in the house and wanted an answer. Or do you think he thought maybe this will work and she'll, you know, realize she was missing something with me? I think he realized he had to do something, you know, just sitting there and not getting any time. And, you know, when he wanted to, if, if, if he's even going to be in that consideration, honestly, I don't, I feel like I didn't see any of Brendan this, you know, I just think for a second when you said Brendan, I'm like, Oh, the guy with the hair, the hair and the chapstick right before she opens the door, applying yeah. really fast. That's pretty funny. But uh, he, I think I don't, I don't mind that move. You know, he came out, he put his cards on the table. He tried to make a power move. It didn't work for him, but I'm not going to eat your lunch for doing that. You know, come out there, you know, make yourself known, your intentions known. This is, you know, I haven't been, didn't work for him, but I mean, I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. Anything wrong with, with, you know, really trying to make a, a power move and show her exactly where you are and trying to feel where she's at. If you don't feel like you're, you have that you you're getting your feelings reciprocated at that point. I think it's perfectly fine to make a move. Yeah, I think so too. I think it was kind of his only chance last ditch effort. You know, he's trying to make a connection. You know, my dad would love to drink a beer with you. It's going to be fun. It was just a little like, you know, homeboy. She's like, she's pretty, pretty into all the other ones. So he didn't really have a chance, but you have to, you're right. Respect it. We see him say goodbye to Blake Moynes in shirtless Blake Moynes, which was just kind of funny because people, it hasn't been talked about on the show, but they knew each other from home, from Canada. Um, They're like friends. They play hockey together. And it's just another, sometimes I get confused on what they leave out and like why we have to watch some of the maybe manufactured drama when there's, not that there's drama between these two, but they're, they're real friends and he invited them on the show and then Blake like showed up and crashed. I, that's a conversation I personally would have liked to see, even if it was friendly. Like, I think that's... Yeah. It's like, were you trying to get me to go on the show knowing that you were going to go on the show. Like right. what were your thoughts there? Like, I would like to have seen that like, Oh, Hey buddy. Like I like get Andrew on the show and then. Right. You know, you show up. Show up. Hey cuz, you know, I, uh, I have a thing for Katie too, you know, best of luck. Wait, that's so weird. Like that's an interesting dynamic. Like you did tell him to go date this girl and then you showed up to date this girl and now you're going farther. Like it's, I would have loved to see that explored. Not even like a, a beef way. That's just an interesting thing. Yeah, no, definitely. I I think that would have been, um, would have been cool to see, you know, how, um, how their relationship was from home and, and what, why he would tell him to go on the show, knowing that he really was thinking about doing it himself or maybe it was before they announced Katie and, Mm. He was like, go on the show. He's like, oh, it's Katie. I like her, you know, try to give him the benefit yeah. of the doubt there. And then he ends up, you know, going for it anyways. So it would have been cool to see, though. Yeah, that's true. Before we get into the group date, um, I want to talk about Mike P's one-on-one first, just because the rest of the episode kind of goes together. Um, Mike P, this cuddling situation. I mean, the dates have been a little rough. I know they're in one location. Mm. I know it's not fair to necessarily judge and thank them for giving us this show in general, but 
Ooh, the, the, between the cuddling and the throwing fish at each other in fake Seattle, it was a little, it was a little rough. Yeah. The fish and the cuddling and I didn't see all of Mike P's date, but did he, I saw some of the memes. Did he say you remind me of my mom as he's cuddling her? Um, yes. He repeatedly was talking about how he associates kind of like intimacy with like laying down and his mom, like scratching his head. And then he kept saying in his confessionals about how she reminds him of his mom. And then he also like whispered it to her when they were like cuddling and it was weird. It was very weird. And I, I think he was, <laughs> that's a little strange. It how was do strange. you feel about that? If you're seeing a guy and you guys are cuddling in an intimate situation and he, he whispers to you that you remind him of his mom, I would be a little weirded out, baby. Yeah, I wouldn't love it. I wouldn't love it. I don't think Katie loved it. I think um, there's a time and a place to maybe because I think he had good intentions to, you know, he clearly admires his mom. He's close to his mom. So he meant it as a compliment. But there's another setting where you can be like, oh, you remind me of my mom. I've always wanted to, you know, end up with someone like my mom when you're at a cuddle session. And your whole thing is like, you're the virgin. And like, we're trying to figure out if there's intimacy there because we're not going to figure it out in one way. We need to figure out another way. It's not the time to bring up your mom. I think that that's just, that's just a fact. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't think that'd be the right time. Um, yeah. Like, as you said, that's uh, it's a little strange to me. I think he's obviously a very nice guy. Um, I showed the whole season with, uh, with him and uh, they did have a connection cause he made it that far. But um Strange time right there for, for him to to tell Katie that, that he she reminds him of his mom. <laughs> Obviously, honestly, if I'm uh, being honest here. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, we saw him go home. I mean, I will say, Katie, I think she's done a pretty good job of cutting people loose. Maybe not so much with Andrew, which we'll get to in a second. But before that, um, cutting people loose and at the right time, because she's kind of like a no BS bachelorette and the, she's not, you know, really stringing people along. And I think it was like nice of her and smart to cut it off before the night portion of the one-on-one date, like just let them go. She sent Connor home at a, on a one-on-one date last week. And I like when they do that because it does kind of feel like a dragged out thing as someone who's been a contestant on the show. Do you, does that make sense? Like, do you, would you want to be cut loose or do you want to try to like prove yourself with that extra time? I don't want to be cut loose. If I, if there, if you weren't feeling it or someone wasn't feeling it, I'd like you to be 100% upfront and honest and it's not waste time here. You know, it's, um, if you're, if you're not, if you don't think, see this going anywhere, cut me loose. I, I agree. Katie did a really good job with that this season. And if she wasn't feeling someone or there was some drama, I felt like she, you know, she did cut it out very, very quickly. And, you know, kudos to her for that. You know, the only, um, you know, the only time that didn't really happen was with Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> I think that over the season, you know, she did do a good job with that. So uh, that was impressive because I know it's hard sometimes getting the feelings thrown around and the drama, you're probably getting producers telling you one thing or another. And, you know, some guys she wouldn't want to go but pretty good for TV. You know, I don't know, but yeah, there's a lot of factors. Yeah, um, good job there. But like you said, Mike P came off great. He said, even if I don't get to experience life with you, that doesn't mean I won't be rooting for you. He kind of said all the right things. He seems like a really nice guy. I don't know if this show is perfect for him necessarily, Um, but maybe we'll see him pop up again in the future. I don't know. I I think maybe because some people were saying maybe Mike P for Bachelor. I kind of think we've done the Virgin Bachelor thing. Not that it's bad to be a virgin, but the fact that that's going to be like the whole thing again. I don't need to keep watching that. I'm pretty I'm kind of played out in my opinion. 
No, no Mike P for Bachelor. Nice guy. You know, I love Mike P. You know, we've seen it already, the version Bachelor. I think there's only one clear choice for this season. I mean, you know my my opinion, but Andrew S. So let's talk about the group date before we get into Andrew's exit. Um the group date was like painting and another weird sexual innuendo situation, which has also been a theme of this season. Um, we had Mike Michael A's butt sculpture, which was something else. We had Justin the painter have a lovely rose and then clearly get rushed with the rest of his painting. Um, Andrew Sushi, which he had that line, eat my way to her heart, which everyone was, was buzzing about on Twitter. Um, and then she also kissed Andrew, by the way, in front of the other guys, which I thought was interesting on that group date. Did you see that? I saw that. Yeah. And just, they showed Justin's uh, facial expressions. The guy's got some great facial expressions with his, uh, you know, he's got like those big eyes and he's always like, you know, that was pretty funny. He uh, looked at them and gave us the, uh, the office, you know, camera look, which was pretty funny. Yeah. He's pretty, he's had a, that's his care. His facial expressions have been a highlight of the season for sure. And then Blake Moynes with his, what you thought was just a black canvas, but really it was like blurred out because I guess it was so, like graphic or inappropriate. I just, this guy and these art dates, cause last season he had a sculpture that was, that had the black box. Um, I mean, it was kind of a stupid date also, but like overall group dates, are they fun at all? Um, honestly, I, I've only been on a couple of group dates, but uh, yeah, they're fun. They were fun. I mean, the first one I ever went on was freezing cold and they had us outside for some reason mm. on, on both parts of the day and i was like dude this is literally miserable i know you guys wanted to like have a certain scene but whenever i was talking to uh to becca which was my bachelorette i was just shivering the whole time probably sounded like i was really nervous and i was like dude this is so dumb that we're outside and it's <laughs> 35 40 degrees right now like whatever but they're pretty fun you're hanging out with the guys you get a little bit of time with becca i like i like the group dates all right. Okay. That's good. Um, the night portion, Blake, let's start with Blake. Cause he made the whole, I'm not in love right now, but it's inevitable. I know it's coming. The whole bachelor in love, falling in love. I'm in love with you rules. Just confuse the hell out of me because I don't really know the real difference of those, ter that terminology. And I don't know if Katie does either, to be honest, based on what she said earlier in the episode. <laughs> yeah, I kind of like that though, because I mean, if you don't feel like you're actually in love, and you know, you think you'll get there, I don't know if each person has their own, you know, part of them that they know when they're in love. You know, it's strange, and obviously, the bachelor world is very, um, very faster paced. It's a lot faster paced than normal life, but. So he wasn't in love with her, but he knows it's coming, which is weird because it's like, okay, if you know it's coming, then are, are you in love? Are you right. falling in love? Like what's, so that means you're falling in love, what you're not in love. I, I don't know. It was, uh, that was always strange, uh, strange for me because, um, you know, if I'm, you know, not, I'm, I wouldn't be a guy to just want to say that. And it's, and it's weird saying that to a girl that's seeing a lot of other guys. Yeah. Well, and I know it's the name of the game, but I mean, you're really putting your heart out there on the sleeve with that, you know? Yeah. hundred percent. I think the connection between Blake and Katie is very clear um, physically, 
And then maybe emotionally, she's trying to catch up with Blake based on what maybe she feels for Greg because she seems so head over heels for Greg. But you can't deny when Blake and Katie are in the room and they start making out, it's like, oh, I don't think we should be watching this. Like, I feel like things are about to go to another level very quickly. <laughs> I, yeah, I see the same thing. There's definitely that uh, that that chemistry there. And, um, I you know, I see it too. I, th- I think that they have that physical connection. But he he missed like three, three weeks uh, week weeks but three um, episodes at least and um, I know he's catching up he didn't get all that time so that's and that makes you question maybe they were talking a little bit before he got there because it doesn't seem like she's he's lacking and then he the extra time that the other guys got yeah, I totally agree. Um, Justin kind of redeemed himself with that butterfly paint. Not that his painting was bad, but it was just funny because he's a painter and like the yeah. rest of the painting was kind of rough. But, but the butterfly painting was beautiful. The metaphor about butterflies and Katie, she was eating that up. He's been like kind of a sleeper pick, Justin. Um, I guess we just didn't see maybe their what their one on one time or their individual time earlier in the season. Like they just didn't show it because he kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, Justin, I, I, th- I thought he's, uh, you know, he's. Um... He's got a really good connection with Katie, but like you said, I, I feel like they haven't shown us a lot of their uh, time. I know he had the one-on-one, but they, I feel like we've missed a lot of their relationship and we really didn't know how much she really cared for, uh, for Justin. Um, especially, you know, sending Andrew home, she's pretty beat up about to keep Justin, you know, you know, he has to be up there um, on her list. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, where Justin goes. But he seems like a, like a nice guy, you know, he's a painter, he's different. He's, good looking, got the tall, dark and handsome thing going for him. So obviously you can see what, what, what she sees there, but um, was a little surprised that, you know, Justin uh, has made it as far as he has. Me too. I think a lot of people were. And then before Andrew, Michael A, um, the single dad, he is just seems like the sweetest guy around. Um, but it was interesting to me because I thought, when she was talking to Michael A and she was talking about how she was, you know, wanted to get his, her, his son's juice boxes and she was ready to step into that stepmother role. And then juxt- the juxtaposition of when she spoke to Andrew a few minutes later was if you want to continue your football career and we split our time and don't have kids right away, that's cool with me too. Not saying both things can't be true, but if, and they're both very specific to those relationships, but what does Katie want? Like what is her priority because going from instant stepmom to putting off having kids and, you know, traveling the world are two very different things. So to me, it was just a little confusing about what she actually wanted. And if she was just saying maybe what she thought she needed to say in the relationship, not that she didn't, even if she didn't even realize she was doing it, she was contradicting herself in my, as a viewer, in my opinion, but. Yeah. Yeah. I, I noticed that too. I thought that was interesting how she went from, um, you know, I'm ready to be a stepmom and, 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 do all this work with your son to, you know, Andrew, you know, I'm still playing football, living in Austria, Vienna. He's there right now. Um, you know, this would be tough. Like where do we live? You know, I'm going to be back, come back home and Andrew wants to start, you know, a new career, doesn't know what he's going to do. And she said she was okay with him still playing football out there, which was great. But then it's like, okay, but you're, you're ready to be a stepmom too. I guess we, in her defense, she's seeing what life would be like with, with each of them and that yeah. she can see if she was with either of them that both of those situations would line up for, which, you know, I think, I think is great. And I feel like that, you know, that could happen because you do have certain feelings for certain people. I know every relationship isn't the same. 
and you could care for someone a certain way and care for another person, you know, a, a different way. And it's still, uh, still a very good relationship. So that's true. So maybe more just her trying to visualize both relationships yeah. versus what she wants. Yeah. Just the way hiring them back to back. I was like, wait a minute. I thought yeah. we were going to use boxes. Now we're going to Austria. Literally back to back. Yeah. So that was funny. Here at DSW, we're getting back to our regularly scheduled program, living your best life. From finding excuses to hug all your friends, to checking that big hike off your bucket list, to embracing the return of wedding season, life is calling. And whatever is on your calendar, you're going to need some really good shoes. That's where DSW comes in. We'll provide the shoes and you'll make them awesome. Find Need Right Now sneakers, wear everywhere sandals, must-have boots, and everything in between from top brands like Adidas, Birkenstock, Reebok, Steve Madden, and more. Head to DSW.com or DSW store near you to find your new favorite shoes. And Michael, I did end up getting the group date rose, which you could tell Andrew was very disappointed. And he did do the great recreation of the group date with the card. I'm falling for you. I think people were really shocked that he didn't get the group date rose and then that he didn't get the rose over Justin. Yeah, definitely. The way they edited it, they made it th- made you think that he was definitely going to um, get that group date rose. Yeah. You know? And then, um, that he would get the rose over Justin. So that was, uh, that was interesting how they, they edited it like that. And then they, then it went a different direction, but uh, I think it, you know, you did see how upset Katie was about it, which was, it's like, man, this is, he's like the fifth guy out. Like what happens when she gets even, even deeper in, you know, because she picked four guys over him. So now it's like, man, that, that one really beat her up. So, you know, how's she going to feel when she starts getting into three, four, and then making the final decision, which, you know, obviously is going to be which, which person maybe proposes to her. So I, I think it'll be interesting to see how she reacts to that. And she obviously cares for a lot of these guys in a lot of different ways. So I, th- I think it'll be interesting to see how the rest of the season plays out. Yeah. We see her talk to the, she gets emotional. She's super emotional when she's saying goodbye to Andrew. You see him get pretty teary. Then you see her talk to the producer, which I love when they like break the fourth wall and show stuff like that. I think the whole other aspect of the show, we forget how many people are in that room and or else are at that on that set. People. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I loved that. But then, you know, we see Andrew West show up again. Do you think was his goal? Cause he kind of said his goal was just to have the end on a more of a positive note. Cause it was so emotional and he's, you know, wanted it to be more positive experience. Do you think that he, expected her to potentially invite him to stay or do you think he really just wanted closure are you surprised the producers let him go back like it was there was a lot going on there no i think that uh yeah he want, he just wanted to end things on a positive note say goodbye and make sure that they're both you know like he said smiling when they walked away from this thing after he had some time and uh, producers of course they, they love that stuff they would they let him yeah how did blake go get to see katie oh it's such a nice thing that you were able to you just said, hey, and I go, it's, it's honestly a lot easier than people would think, you know, but uh, wanted to put a smile on her face. And that's just the type of guy Andrew is. And, you know, that's why, uh, you know, he is a person he is and why so many people love him for, uh, you know, things like that. So I think that it was just his idea to leave things on a on a good note. And he probably didn't expect to. Well, if you saw his face, you could see how shocked he was. When she said Andrew, and I know people on social media have been saying stuff like, oh, why didn't he come back? She invited him back and he said that's what he wanted. But I mean, you got to realize that he just got his heart broken and 
in that setting, you know, if it's like, obviously, you know, you want someone to, to pick you and, and, uh, you know, to know that it wasn't, and it's still uh, four guys left in there. And that's, that's would be putting a lot on yourself. If you go back there knowing it's a good chance it could happen again, like setting yourself for heartbreak all over again. So I think he did the right thing in leaving and saying, you know, if this doesn't work out for you, like, you know, like let's talk and see if this could be something that could happen. So I love the way he did. He, he, he left, put a smile on her face, left on good note. And, um, you know, he really, really went out of the way to make her feel better about it. Yeah. He slid her that note. Um, if you change your mind, I'll be waiting smooth move. So yeah, like you said, people were confused, but I, from, I watched that as he's saying like, I don't want to be one of five anymore. If, if she said, I'll throw it all away and run away with you right now, he'd probably like, all right, let's go. But she said, do you want to go stand to another row ceremony? Like if I would like, no, no, like self-respecting dude would be like, yeah, yeah, like throw me back in after you just dump me when there's still several more rounds. I can't imagine many people would sign back up for that, even though his feelings for her were real. It's still like a television show where there's several other people and you're kind of setting yourself up to just be dumped again. Right. Yeah. It made no sense. And like seeing some of the people on social media, like, Oh, he obviously like whatever, he had a chance to go back. He didn't care. Like, no, he got let go and he doesn't want to put himself back in that situation again to where he can break his heart again. Like you said, she was like, no, I want to be with you and only you. Then I think that's when, you know, he would have obviously left with her and been with her, but I think he handled it perfectly from, for, in my opinion. I think so too. Cause even it's almost like a little awkward for her to put him in that position, but she, in her defense also did set it up for like, you can say yes, you can say no. It wasn't like, cause she clearly, it just kind of came out of her mouth. I don't think she even knew what she was saying or doing. She's like, no, she's like, yeah, okay. yeah I'll, I guess. No, you don't seem like you even know what you want me to say right now. Yeah. So I, I definitely get that too. I heard that too. And I thought that was um, interesting. Like if yeah. you really wanted someone to like, just come back, like, we can do this. Like, I'm sorry. Like I made a mistake. Now, you can say no, but you know, if you want to, like, maybe you can come back. Um, okay. <laughs> I think it just shows that their relationship was real. And maybe she, like she said, it was the first time she really questioned who to send home. And I think maybe she was having some regret in that moment. And we'll see next week how, you know, if she gets as emotional with whoever she sends home next or whatever happens, yeah. if maybe that was a little regret, not saying whoever she's with now, she's not happy. But as far as like ranking them, you have to probably get to like a weird point when you're that far in, there probably is a little wiggle room between maybe who comes in fifth, fourth and third compared to top two, because you also care about them as people, let alone as potential spouses. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I get that for sure. I mean, I mean, it's, 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 it's a different type of thing, you know, and that lead has to have his, their hands full once, you know, they, they get there because you've, you've been spending so many time with all these different people and, and you do start to have feelings for, for multiple people. So that's me talking. Do you know, do you know what we would have seen from a hometown date from Andrew S who of your family would have been rolling in? Oh, my family was there. My family oh, was there. Um, Quarantining. They just never showed him. They actually talked to him on camera, but they just never showed it. Really? They quarantined because you don't know who she's going to pick. So you have to bring all the families and the families are actually there at that point. And uh, my aunt and my cousin, um, Chris, were out there. And uh, 
Yeah, they, I was talking. I was talking to her during the show. My cousin was calling me. Like she said that she wasn't on. They weren't going to show her, but I think maybe we would show them for a little bit. But yeah, that like before the whole Katie thing. Like Andrew came and talked to the family. It was a weird uh, timeline, but yeah, they were there. Wow. So he said he talked to them before he went and ran back to her. Yeah, he talked to the fam. He oh. talked to his mom and and and, and sister. That's only interesting to me. The next day, you know, when he was leaving, when he came back, so right, and he was leaving, that not thinking she was going to be like, "Hey, come on, stay around." That's interesting to me, just because a lot of times when the families come into the picture, we saw this with Matt James' season. It's almost like they like it's like a wake up call, like, "Oh, like I've been living in fantasy land. Now here I am with my family. Like this is like not necessarily real life." But like with him, maybe talking to them, it was like, "Oh, I'm just going to go back and have one last like conversation, maybe get some closure." I don't know if they told him to or anything, but that's just interesting. Yeah, I think that's great. Like the best rappers, Paradise, you know, because Paradise, you can't, you can't, you know, your family doesn't get to meet your people at all. And for me, that was always a thing. Like, you know, let's meet each other's families. Let's meet each other's friends. Like, let's, you know, see, you know, how we react in certain other situations. So I I like the fact they do bring the families in because I think that's a huge part you know, get a blessing. And obviously as a traditionalist kind of a man, I would like to ask the mother or the, the obviously father, but you know, either one, you know, for your, yeah. for your daughter's hand, if I was going to propose. Um, obviously the Andrew S for bachelor campaign is in full force. We do have Michelle's whole season that we will be watching before yeah. there's a bachelor. So there's going to be a lot of competition, but why would Andrew S be a good bachelor? And do you think he would want to do it? Because and one of the things that's funny about this is everyone always starts tweeting about like what they want, but it's like, we never really ask the person before the world decides who they want. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think Andrew would be a phenomenal bachelor. You know, he's um, obviously you guys see some of his personality. The guy's funny. There's never a dull moment. He's, you know, he's uh, just a, a good dude. And I think he's, he's honestly ready for, for a relationship. He's a, uh, he's romantic, man. He's always uh you know, he's one of those guys that he really thinks that his, uh, you know, his soulmates out there. And and that's one of the things I love about the kid is he, you know, he wears his heart on his sleeve and I think he's, he's, you know, he's ready for that. And he's coming to a point where I think he's ready to, uh, to give up football, move on to his next, whatever it is, move on to his next, his next stage, his next step. And I think that that'll be great because it'll be a nice segue into, you know, meeting someone and being able to build something with someone from the, from the ground up. And um, it's like you're starting with a, with a clean slate. So I think there's a lot of different reasons he would be a great bachelor. Um, I mean, his family's awesome. I mean, <laughs> clearly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Um, but no, just a really good dude. He's genuine. Um, he's ready to start something new with his, his career. You know, I think there's just a number of things that, um, his story, he's came from, a you know, a crazy story, you know, a tough background with, you know, his, uh, you know, his mom raising him, his dad being, you know, in prison, his, um, pretty much his whole life. I, I think I was 12 when, when, my uncle Reggie went to uh, prison and uh, so Andrew had to be like five. Wow. And uh, it's just been tough, man. I've always been really proud of the way he carries himself and handled himself and got and, um came from this situation to uh, be the guy he is today. So 
genuine dude, you know, came from, from nothing, built his way up to be, you know, and always a great guy, smile on his face. Very funny. I don't know if you got to see it, but very, very funny person in, mm-hmm. in uh, real life. I don't think they showed, you know, I'd never tell this to him because, uh, you know, we always go back and forth and, you know, who's funnier and whatever, but he's uh, one of the funniest people I know and um, keep, keep someone laughing, you know? Yeah. So those are my top reasons that I think. I'm convinced. Yeah. I was already. And we did see him. We saw a little bit of funny and we just saw his energy. I just felt like he had such a good vibe when the guys were all fighting. He was like, why are we fighting? Like you could just tell, I mean, the, the right reasons cliche. It just felt real from him. Um, Have you spoken to him since last night's episode aired? Do you, does he know about this campaign from The Bachelor? We were texting last night. Yeah, we were texting all all last night. And, you know, he was saying it was hard to, uh, it was hard to watch the show because it brought back literally what he said. It was a hard to watch show. It brought back a lot of feelings, man. And I'm like, yo, no, it's tough. Like people don't realize that you're really feeling those feelings. And once you separate from that environment a little bit, you're like, okay, like maybe I'm back in the real world, but then you have to relive it all. And you go back and then you're like, wow, like that really was how I feeling. And it was real you know, at that point for me. So he was, uh, you know, that's what he said. He's like, man, he's like, it was tough to watch. And I felt bad for him because he was really in his feels like, man, like I was really in it. He really, really liked her. And um, it was, uh, yeah, it was tough. It was tough for him to watch. It's tough for me to watch. Oh, I think I was getting emotional. There's tears. No, I think it was tough for a lot of people were tweeting, you know, one of the more heart wrenching breakups we've seen on the show in a while, because you know, a lot of times they end in drama or they're ending, you know, you can just tell it's so obvious maybe who's going to win or whatever. And this season, Katie is kind of, you know, I think they, a lot of these guys fell hard for her. So it's a little more difficult to watch than some other ones other yeah. times, but I thought he was great. Um, let's talk about you before I let you go. And we play bachelor regrets. Tell us me about um, your, your business and everything that's going on in Chicago. No. So, uh, yeah, I, I run a couple of fitness classes out here in the city and I've just been doing a lot of stuff with that. Um, doing some speaking as well, speaking engagements, telling my story. Um, just basically coming from being, you know, very underprivileged similar to Andrew to, uh, you know, reaching my goals of, you know, playing the NFL for nine years and being able to take care of a lot of my family members and, and, and that, that type of thing. I have a website, Clay Harbor online at, um, clayharboronline.com, sorry, where I do a lot of my speaking engagements. Um, then my fitness stuff, we give back to charity every week. Uh, last week, we raised over $1,000 for a uh, Illinois State Police officer that got hit by a car during a traffic stop that's in a coma. Oh. So we've been trying to do a lot of things good for the community, give back to the community. And for me, I have a, a love for fitness. So I do a lot of that stuff too. And it, uh, and it comes together uh, perfectly, you know, and um and travel a lot and join time with friends. Just last weekend, I was with Dylan and Hannah and Blake. Oh, yeah, the all big, the big headline. Hilarious. We're all. I'm like, it's me, Dylan, Hannah, and Blake in the same hotel room, this big hotel. It was, uh, it was funny. I'm like, well, this is going to be awkward, and you know, just making a joke out of it. But we had so much fun together on Vegas. We went to some shows, some dinners, and Dylan and Blake finally buried the hatchet, and they're friends. And life is good. I can hang because I'm, I'm friends with both of them. Both of them, I'd say, are, are two of my better friends in the in the bachelor world. But then it's always been like you can't hang out with both of them at the same time. Mm-hmm. There's still a little animosity there from the way things went down at Paradise the year 
our year. But yeah, they're good. You know, Hannah and Dylan are doing great. Um, Blake and Hannah and Dylan all seem to be friendly and, um, you know, things were good. <laughs> oh, the stories you guys could tell from Bachelor in Paradise season six. And oh, that was a big one. There was a lot of drama that year. Oh, man, a lot, a lot of drama. Yeah. And I had my share of drama and being a guy that likes to stay steer clear that that's, um, that's, uh, you know, wasn't what I wanted, but uh, just seemed to be what, what kind of happened there with me. Well, that's a perfect segue into Bachelor Regrets because I'm going to ask you about some of that drama. You can expand as much as you want. Say yes, say no. This is your Bachelor Regrets journey. We're going to start with, do you regret leaving Becca's season early due to your injury? You know, I thought about that one. Um, and I don't because, you know, I had to, I had to go get that surgery because I, I still was at that point, I was still involved in my football career and I wasn't sure if I was going to get another job, but I thought there was an opportunity and like, that's something you can't turn down. I mean, that's, you know, every year you make it in NFL is, you know, financially is, is, is very rewarding in a lot of different ways. And, being having to take care of a, a lot of people that are close to me, I, I couldn't, um, you know, risk that and felt like it'd be selfish of me to stay, even though I wanted to. Fair enough. This is Pete, by the way, I mean, you and Andrew both play football. Talk about the the, the athletic genes we would get with this yeah. if he's the bachelor. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you have any packing regrets from the bachelorette or bachelor in paradise? Well, funny story about that is I, uh, I was moving, literally moving my apartment. It's pretty hectic. Um, the same week day I was leaving for the bachelor in paradise. So I had a bunch of suitcases. I was moving them certain places. And then I had to get on the plane. I had a couple suitcases. These are my bachelor suitcases, but they're, they're all the same brand of suitcase. So I literally brought the wrong suitcase, huge suitcase to paradise. And it was a big thing. I had to call my friend, um, one of my, one of my best girlfriends, Amber James, she was actually on the bachelor okay. too back when, but, um, she, uh, she had to send my other suitcase and I got there the day before we, I walked down paradise. We were there for a few days and I had nothing. I literally had no clothes. And like, I'm a bigger guy. I don't know if you can tell on like TV, but like I'm six, four, 255 pounds. I can't fit another, these guys, you know, this is five eleven dudes clothes. Yeah. So I literally forgot my suitcase and got it the day before with none of my stuff. And I was like, freaking out. I'm like, dude, I'm gonna have nothing to wear on the beach. I'm gonna go out there in some jeans. It's like my winter clothes bag I have. And, um, wow, that's funny. Yeah. So yeah, I regretted that for sure. <laughs> it was not your fault, but you were, yeah. yeah. Um, do you regret how anything played out with Angela in paradise? Yeah, no, I, I definitely do. I definitely wish I could have uh, did things differently there. Um, when I went on Paradise, uh, they asked me on. So after my season with Becca, they asked me to go on Paradise. And I said I would. I, they did the pre-episode film, everything. And um, a couple of days before I went on, I got calls from these NFL teams, the Buffalo Bills, the New York Jets. The, uh, t the Houston Texans, they want me to come in and work out, try out before training camp. And mm -hmm. that's when you decide if you're going to make the team, whatever. So I, I hit up my, my personal trainer. Like, hey, is there a way if I can go on paradise and still like rehab my wrist, which I broke? Right. Well, no, you're going to have to be in here every day working your ass off to be ready. So 
this was actually a day before my plane leaves for Paris. I have to call the then executive producer, Alon Gale. I'm like, dude, I can't come. Mm -hmm. Dude, we're all set up for you. We're waiting your flights literally tomorrow. I'm like, I'm sorry. It's my career. I I didn't know if I was going to get these workouts. I got these workouts. I got to stay. I got work. I can't come to paradise. So I don't know if you've heard of him, but he called this guy in to take my place the next day. Joe Amabli, trophy store Joe. So Joe would have would have never been on that first paradise had I not. Wow. He got on my exact flight, flies out there, you know, hits it off with Kendall. So me and Joe always joke around like, dude, you owe me, you know, dancing with the stars. He's a fan favorite, you know, Sundays with Joe Pasta. Go buy some. He's my guy. But uh, so that's funny. That is funny. yeah. So then I'm just training. And I randomly met Angela at a party in LA and um, we hit it off and started dating for six months, broke up. During that time, I went to my workout with the Buffalo Bills. If you're healthy and in shape, we're going to find you. We're going to sign you. I'm in Buffalo. I'm doing my, my, my tryout in the field. I end up tearing my groin in the middle of the workout. I missed the whole season. That's how my career ended. A lot of people didn't know like, oh, I thought this guy was still training. I literally tore my groin in the middle of the workout right before the season. So if you don't know, that's how that happened. Okay. And then um, they're like, yo, you, you want to come on paradise? And I'm like, I don't, you know, I think you guys will try to contrive some drama with me and Angela. And we had a relationship that was completely off. You know, we just randomly hit it off. We were, this wasn't a bachelor relationship. Obviously yeah. we we're both on, but it was just like us for, I don't want this to be this big TV thing. We're not going to bring her on. She was on last year. We just want you to find like, okay, like you're not going to bring her on. Like, of course, halfway through, oh, she was just at the wedding and hit it off with someone. So we're going to bring her on. And that happened. And um, I was a little flustered at that time because I wasn't expecting it. But I mean, obviously you got to. Same. Yeah. So um, I wish I would have handled it more up front and, and wouldn't have been bothered by it as much. Like, mm-hmm being there and like the drama they're trying to, uh, to, you know, make up and yeah. would have just been like, Hey, like, I know it's going to be tough for both of us, but I want you to find someone and you do that. We don't have to say, talk about our past relationship or anything, but you know, good luck, you know, and I'm going to date over here. And I just hope that we can coexist and be friendly with each other instead of like having to rehash some of the past stuff and, you know, talking about each other and being brought up in interviews. I say it would have been better if we could have just, you know, part, you know, put it all in the, yeah, that's how I would handle that differently. Where's the fun in that? Yeah. Um, exactly. Well, I was watching, I was watching a clip cause I knew I was talking to you and I forgot that this became about like you working out. So I did write, do you regret going to the gym for four hours? You know, the funny part about that is, is we have this, it's like an hour long conversation that they set up and like, you guys got to go talk this stuff out. We have this long talk, like talk about, you know, and it, it was pretty good talk and ended well. And the clips that got aired, you know, through it was something about working out for four hours. I'm like, that's what they, that's what they want. This long conversation we had about, you know, Hey, we had a good relationship. We found out we weren't for each other, you know, and, I wish you the best. Like, you know, you're a really good person. And then it was like, you work out for four hours a day. And I'm like, Oh my gosh. And could be good for business. 
I, working out for four hours a day was when I was still training for football. And that's literally your job. You know, it's yeah. like working out for four hours straight. You do a lot of different stretches. I do a lot of different corrective exercises, you know, your nutrition, your, you know, and it's like a big thing that all football players do. It's like every, if you're not, if you're an NFL football player and you're not in the gym for four hours a day, you know, you're doing something wrong. You're not, you know, because that's your job. You know, you guys are working eight hours, you know, you put four in the gym and then you work on recovery, just stuff to make sure your body's moving and, and, and doing things the way it's supposed to be doing them. So that was, that was hilarious in that aspect as well. Yeah, it was. And the last one, do you regret anything about how your split from Nicole played out on paradise? You know, I, I think I, I would have maybe done some things differently, but the thing with the, the my relationship with Nicole in all the interviews and to Nicole a million times and they never, I told her, I go, listen, I want to leave with you. I'm falling in love with you. And I want to meet each other's family, friends. I've come from a family that my parents were never married. I've seen a lot of divorces, not a lot of good marriages. Let's take time, leave here, be together. I said it a million times, kept asking the same question. I, go, I don't, I don't know. It's so hard to, to figure out here. I, go, I yeah. want to leave with them like in the interviews. Then they never showed any of that. And then I went on the, 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 uh, the after the, not after the final rose, whatever they call it in paradise. It's just like after paradise reunion rehash situation. Yeah. The same thing. I'm like, Hey, like, yes, I want to leave with you. I wanted, I told you a million times. I told the interviews of the producers a million times, the same thing. You know, this, I, I wanted to do this right. You know, if we're going to get engaged, if I'm going to propose to someone, I'm going to, I didn't want to be one of those guys that, you know, in my season, there was three people that got engaged, you know, and I, I'm like, I can't believe they really did that because I didn't think that a lot of them were that far along. I'm not going to be one of these people that just tries to propose to look a certain way. Yeah. I'm going to propose once in my life. And if that wasn't something that, you know, they're okay with, then, you know, it's, it's not going to happen for me. So for me, I said everything I wanted to say, and I did put it all out there that that's how I was feeling. So I don't regret that. It was, I feel like it was just kind of um, weird how it was played, portrayed. So Very that fair. Was yeah. And one out of three of those engagements are still intact, right? Is it just Dylan and yeah. Hannah? Yeah, Dylan and Hannah. Yep. Okay. Dylan so, Hannah still, uh, still, still kicking. And well, Kaylin and Dean are still together, but they didn't get engaged. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So two Great. successful relationships out of that season. That's not bad for paradise. Well, that's really good. And I mean, I, I respect the way, uh, you know, Kaylin and Dean, that was interesting when that, how that happened. It's like, Hey, I don't want to, you know, let's see how this works outside. Let's leave. You yeah. know, and that was one thing I thought about doing. I maybe in paradise was man, maybe we should just like leave now and not have to deal with all the drama Cause I'm like, this stuff is gonna, you know, it might, you know, and there we talked about that during, during paradise, actually a few times and we stuck through it, but you know, that's how things go in, in the bachelor world. Sometimes that's how it goes. Well, overall, do you regret going on paradise? Or are you happy you did it? No, I met a lot of cool people out there and it was an experience. It was obviously very hard and trying and, um, you know, it was, uh, it was definitely uh, one of the more challenging things I've ever done in my life. And that's funny playing in all these training camps, these games, you know, like, 
you know, with my story, I'm like, dude, this, that's, that was hard. And obviously because of the ex drama and then like, you're trying to explain like, yo, I want to be with you, but like, let's take this slow. And it's in this real world where that's not acceptable a lot of times. And it's like, wow, it was, it was difficult trying to navigate through that minefield. If Andrew S isn't the bachelor and he come, I call him Andrew S like you're not your cousin. Yeah. And he comes to you, Andrew comes to you and he's like, should I go in paradise? Would you be like, just go do it, go for hope for the best. Or would you be like, maybe not worth it? Well, here's the thing. Andrew obviously doesn't have a relationship from the past, which True. is sometimes tough when you go on paradise. They like to bring that, you know, and, and try to make drama there. And I don't, I don't think there's a way where Andrew could, um, you know, he's just going to be so, forward and not open and honest. I mean, you know, maybe something I think, I think it would be good for him to go with his personality and everything. And I think he should be the bachelor though. In my opinion, I know we got to go through Michelle's season and it's, and it's a long way off, but you know, I think it would be great. I think it'd be great for America, for America too. you know, have a guy like Andrew, this well-spoken African-American man, um, you know, and it's, um, I think it'd be, it would be great for them to see him as the bachelor, you know, this guy that came from, you know, a certain spot and, and came and made it to this, to be the guy he is today. I think it'd be great for America. And um, I mean, we had a mixed bachelor. Let's go with the full, you know, I mean, yeah. let's, let's do it again. Let's keep going. You know, it's, I think that would be great um, for not only, you know, the bachelorette, the bachelor in ABC, but also for America, you know, and could help things there. But also I think he's, you know, he's ready. He's funny. He's got a lot of things going for himself. And I think that Andrew, Andrew S for the down again. Yeah, don't let him down again. Well, maybe we'll get more of your family members popping up and you can come back or anytime. Thank you so much, Clay. This was fun to catch up with you and hear a little bit more about Andrew and about what you've been up to and, you know, make you relive some of your paradise drama because that's what I do. Oh, yeah, no problem. It was it was fun. And I'm glad we could continue this campaign. You yes. know, hashtag Andrew for Bachelor. <laughs> Andrew for Bachelor. All right. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of Here for the Right Reasons. Don't forget to leave us five stars and come back every Tuesday and Friday for more Bachelor breakdowns, interviews, and all things Bachelor Nation. 